Welcome to Progression Lab. I'm your host, Hanson McCoy. At Progression Lab, we dive into proven techniques for better creative solutions. Here we tap into the insights of academic research, creative experts, and the industry around us to help you become a more effective problem solver. My mission is to inspire positive change by guiding you to the tools that you need to find creative solutions and to drive exceptional performance. I have an inspiring interview today with visual storyteller Nevra Topchu. On this episode, we explore Nevra's journey growing up as a woman in Turkey and coming to the UK to work in photography and videography, working with women entrepreneurs, what a personal brand actually is, the future of personal branding and why you should be the face of your brand, Nevera's top three branding tips for entrepreneurs and why you should tell your story. Nevera is someone who inspires me every day and so I hope today she does for you too. Whether you're starting a business or you simply want to take your image more seriously, you'll enjoy this episode. And for more information about what we do at Progression Lab, please go to progressionlab.co.uk. All right, let's dive into it. So I think a really amazing place to start would be talking about your experience because it has been a journey for you, um, a real journey to get to the place you are right now with your photography and with your videography. So how did it all really start for you? So it goes back about like 10 years ago when I started, when I actually moved from Turkey to the UK to study Mm -hmm. film production. After my graduation, I started my video production company which is called Folio Dev Productions. So five years into my journey at Folio Dev Productions, my video production company, I realized something was missing. And I had that realization through um, when I had some business coaching. I needed a niche, so I ended up deciding to only work with women entrepreneurs because that was something that I cared about. I actually found that it wasn't a coincidence that I wasn't fronting my business in the way I wanted to. It was very much linked to the way um, I saw myself as a woman business owner. So this was like one of my strengths I found, that I wanted to empower myself and empower other women. What was your experience when you grew up in Turkey? Um, as a female? For me, it was that I didn't have um, any woman who is actually financially independent in my family, especially a lot of women in my family didn't even get education because of their gender. If we can't visualize something, then it just doesn't happen. It was like a big journey for me to actually internalize that. I see. And I suppose internalizing that must have been part of your journey, building your personal brand as well. Because from what you've explained, you started off with kind of, you know, this video production company where you were offering, you know, videography and photography and events like related services. Um, whereas now it feels like you're building something that's more about you. Um, that's more authentic to you. And I imagine everything that you've been through has kind of kind of gone into that image, gone into, you know, that empowering image, right? Yes, certainly. I mean, I think the more personal you are, the more vulnerable you can be, um, more people are going to trust you and more people are going to want to work with you because they can relate to you. So I actually made um, my journey more visible. I, I talk, I try to talk about this a lot more and I actually think that bring, this brings me strength. So it, it somehow turns into an opportunity because Due to this background, I have a really strong mission. Passionately, I really want to help women become visible and be more successful. You know, obviously you're working with this passion now, but it's very clear from the fact that, you know, you started off studying fine art that, you know, it really comes from a creative drive as well, not just, 
you know, uh, a mission. It comes from the fact that you, you must be a very visual, creative person. Um, one thing that I found in the past is that when you commoditize something that you do creatively, it can no longer feel creative. Um, and so would you say that your work still feels creative for you, even though it's a business? When you're running your own business and you choose the clients that you would like to work with, you're actually like allowing that creativity because what you're doing working with, with a client is understanding their brand and helping them create those images, those visual assets according to their brand. And there's a lot of room for creativity and they're actually coming to you to bring that creativity. So I would say in this case, no, I still think that the job is still very creative. Hmm. Well, I, I think that like, it's a, it's, it's a super funny one, right? Because like, I find a lot, some people have their own image for what they're going for. Um, you know, I, I build loads of websites. Um, I've, I, for example, building a website can be a super creative task because, you know, it can be your ability, you, your, it can be you interpreting someone else's brand, someone else's mission, um, and kind of making it tangible. Photography is a very similar thing. Um, however, I find when when people have, I suppose, really, really thick boundaries as to like what they can and what they can't do, what they can explore, maybe what they want, like almost it takes away from that freedom, that the real essence of just being able to explore what would actually be best. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, you know, I, photography in itself is an art form, but, you know, in a, in a commercial sense, you know, it has to tie in with what the business wants. Um, is that a challenge at all? It depends. So when you say photography, like there are lots of different types of photography. What I am specializing in is personal branding side of things. So basically I am encouraging people, especially entrepreneurs or creatives, to tell their story through photography and video. So when it comes to them telling their story, it really depends on who they are and who they are like as a subject. There's a lot of room to play with. There's a lot of things that you can bring in a creative way. And that will depend on the energy you have with the person you're working with, how well they know their brand or how well they know themselves and how you can understand them and bring that creativity in. So we must remember like we all have a story. We just decide which one we would like to put forward we're like creating our own stories and it's, it's a decision what does it really mean to have a personal brand then personal branding is basically who you are what you stand for um it can be it can be from what you wear to how you speak what you read and what you listen to i think a good way of like thinking about it could be for instance like think of like an organization, they have like a logo and then they have certain company values, they have a certain culture and it's the same way, but um, in a person. And everybody has a personal brand. It's just some people put more thinking into what it is and communicate in a good way. And some people just aren't aware of it yet. One thing that I'm really curious about is why you've decided to focus on helping women. Because, you know, what you've explained is, you know, you you come from a background where, you know, there weren't perhaps as many female role models around you and you really wanted to see more women inspire each other. 
um, that was in Turkey. Now we're in London. And so how have you kind of got to this point of wanting to focus specifically on personal branding or, you know, photography and videography for women entrepreneurs? So basically, historically, women have always been portrayed in a certain way and women have always felt a certain pressure about how they look, what they should be like, how they should speak, how they should look, all of those things. And and um, I think by women helping women claim that space and creating certain imagery and media to communicate themselves is quite empowering. It's hard to put a line between who you actually are and what, what society teaches you and what you internalize through um, how you should look and how you should behave. And therefore, it's, it's, it's really important for women to actually take ownership of the way they are seen. And video and photography are the most powerful tools that you can use, especially video is, is the most powerful tool. So um, it's a great opportunity for a woman to use that. Putting your face on social media can be something that's daunting for a lot of people because firstly, they don't, they don't want to have that type of account where it's just them. They don't want to seem vain, but then also it can bite them in the ass as well because you know, by not showing their best self, they're kind of holding themselves back. Like we're programmed as humans to respond to faces, to respond to seeing other humans. And so often when that's not there, it can just feel intangible and weird. Who you are is your like most powerful tool when it comes to like personal branding and like uh, marketing uh, at this time. So basically if you like by showing your face, it's, it's natural. People will be engaging with you more. And that is not just for women. That is for anyone. People will naturally connect with you more if you really show who you are. And like a lot of people do do try to be something or they don't feel comfortable yet like of who they are or like they haven't really thought about it. And it just doesn't come across as natural. And I think you can smell it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to go back to your experience because... You know, I feel like you've done a lot and I, I don't feel like we've really spoken about it all. So what are some notable projects that you've worked on in the past and what's really kind of got you there? Because uh, I, I, I followed some of your filming and, and stuff. I know I know about Kerban. I know about um, the Women and Money series. And I also know about the immigration stories. And, and all of these are so, are so fascinating. The artist stories, you're working on so many fascinating things. And I will link to all of those in the show notes below. But can we, I'd just like to talk about them. And so um, firstly, let's talk about Women and Money. So what inspired you to make Women and Money? It was basically a web series that I created through Zoom calls with women I know. I interviewed them about um, their relationship with money and what financial ind independence was like for them. So one of the episodes came through a partnership I did with a cooperative called Ekip. They're based in Turkey and what they do is this training program for Syrian refugee women. They're teaching them how to run their own business, making uh, healthy salads and selling them to the offices around around their area. They obviously have a very different relationship with money and seeing their journey becoming independent and learning these skills of making money and running their own business was 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 really fascinating. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, like it must be crazy because, you know, each of these people have such unique experiences, lives that are like U-turn completely different to all of ours. 
So tell me about your immigration stories project, because that's also talking, that's also working with people who've come from somewhere else and who are getting a better relationship with money and adjusting to a new, a new system. So, so tell me about it. Like what inspired you to make it and how do you do it? So what inspired me again was um, through my own story, I will say, because I have been in the UK for the past 11 years. And being an immigrant here, um, it was it was a tough journey. And I it took me a long time to adapt the life here and to be away from family and my friends back home. It was an experience Turkey went through as a certain time where a lot of young people decided to move out of the country, which is kind of like a brain drain. So they decided to take on jobs elsewhere, especially in more Western countries, just because they felt more valued, which is terrible for Turkey, obviously, but that is kind of uh, experience that all of my generation, my background people went through. And I wanted to kind of tell that history through these stories and kind of each story is kind of like a piece of piece of the bigger story because we're all all part of what is happening. That's fascinating. I love how you explain that as well. Like you're right, it is all of these are part of a of a huge story, like a collective experience moving from one country to another. So speaking about um, you know, storytelling, personal branding you know, we've talked a lot about the present, but what do you think the future of all of this is going to be like? Say, personal branding in five to 10 years time, what will it look like? At the moment, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, profile pictures, images, and, you know, people talking to the camera, vlogging. Will you say the trends will continue or will we see anything else? I mean, this is a tough question because it's really hard as things are changing so fast. But at the same time, I do see like video has been there for a while and I do see it growing even more. I, I definitely see that. And so kind of an extrapolation of what already exists. I think of how more and more we're like more and more into each other's lives. And so I can only imagine personal branding and the future of that space take go, taking that turn as well, where a lot of like corporate imagery will change to more casual imagery. Um, a lot of the content that we consume will become will, will almost feel more and more like homemade productions, um, even stuff that you'll see on TV. And perhaps there'll be more and more people just recording and documenting what's happening in their lives 24-7, making memes out of pretty much every second of their life. Um, and we already see that with like streaming services like Twitch, right? I think that however you can get as close as possible to assimilate the human experience and like have someone walk in your shoes, that's what I imagine like the internet to start looking like in like, I don't know, five years time. I'm curious as to the top three things that you've learned um, as, a as a visual storyteller about personal branding, what would you say are the top three takeaways that you've learned that I think anyone who's building a business, anyone who's creating their own brand will be able to take from and really walk away with? So the fir first thing I will say is to get visible. And it's not really about, to start with, you shouldn't just worry about like how you look and the fact that maybe you don't have like a very clear way of like communicating your brand or your your values but just to get started you should just share more about your life and what you think about things and secondly i would say um using 
the connections that we create online and bringing them into our real lives or even if you don't bring them to the real life it would be more to actually invest in these relationships to actually uh, see people as 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 a person like we need to remember that these are real connections so we need to treat them as that what i would say also is to be able to be more vulnerable i think often we are afraid of what people will think about us and uh, what it will be like seeing too vulnerable but often like our strengths come from that place and i think we shouldn't be afraid to show who we are i see so your top three takeaways are you know putting yourself out there and really showing more elements of your life thinking of your connections and your followers as real people rather than just numbers and being vulnerable not being afraid to share those vulnerable parts of ourselves yes and on the on the last one i will say like just remember like you have a story and um just be open to sharing that story because there will be people who relate to it and you'll actually be inspiring a lot of other people and that will make both of you stronger. Um, so Nevra, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Um, you know, it's been amazing to talk to you about, you know, personal branding, super inspiring actually, because, you know, it's got me to think more about my personal brand, just talking to you. And um, I really do think that you've got an inspiring story and inspiring message for a lot of women. I feel like, you know, they'll really get something from following you, following your content and, you know, really, really learning more about, about your journey. And I know that you're working on more and more of these exciting content series as well. I'll link to, I'll link to them in the show notes below. Um, where's the best place for people to reach you? So thank you so much for having me on the podcast it's 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 been really nice to speak about personal branding and my journey and um thanks for facilitating this space if you go to nevertopco.co.uk you can you can find all the links to my social media from there so thank you for listening to today's episode and if you have any thoughts or questions please drop me a line at wednesday at progressionlab.co.uk or simply join the discussion below I've left the link to Nevra's website in the show notes. And if you're interested in learning how you can use creativity to transform your business, please head on over to progressionlab.co.uk. That's www.progressionlab.co.uk. All right. Thank you for listening in and I'll see you on the next episode.